Thank you for your presence today. The family, as God established it, in the beginning continues to be under attack. In fact, it is headed for self-destruction. As led by the Holy Spirit, Pastor Rander shares God-given prerequisites that strengthen and sustain the marriage relationship that set and seal the bonds of marriage in such a way that no man can put asunder. God will sustain our marriages till death do us part, if we let him. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as he ministers to us, as you will want to take notes. And Father, we pray that you would just help me to preach a timely word to singles and married couples alike, to the glory of God and the power of the Spirit. Help us to focus and take notes and govern ourselves to biblical principles and humble ourselves and submit to the authoritative word of God. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, amen. If you have pen and paper, we hope you certainly do, because you, you're going to need it, not only for yourself, but you need it for your children and grandchildren and others that you know in your family, uh, on your jobs and elsewhere. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11a will be our theme verse. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11a says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has made everything beautiful in its time. And from this, we want to to preach this morning words of wisdom for singles and God's prescription for a healthy, well-balanced marriage. Words of wisdom for singles and God's prescription for a healthy, well-balanced marriage. For you singles out there who desire to marry, you may be asking yourself the question, Lord, why is it taking so long to send me a spouse? Surely in this great big world of yours, You have a special man, a woman, who is the mate of your choosing for me. Beloved, God knows exactly where you are as well as the desires of your heart. And you would be wise indeed if you would rest in his divine sovereignty, knowing that God is the all-wise God. You cannot hurry him. Therefore, move on with your life and trust the Lord's plan and trust the Lord's timing for your life. For Ecclesiastes 3, 11a says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Allow me to speak to the singles first before transitioning to you married couples to give some spiritual insights for living in singleness. Words of wisdom for singles who desire to marry. Number one, Refuse to worry about being single, especially as you're growing older. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, be anxious, don't worry about nothing, and not even your singleness, this passage is saying, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Worrying about being single displays a lack of trust in God. 
When you worry about being single, it displays a lack of trust in God, which is sin. Therefore, trust him to help you to be content in your singleness. The scripture says in Philippians 4:11, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. God has called you to be content, to be content. Uh, maybe perhaps you've just recently divorced or gone through some tremendous uh, agony of struggle in your marriage and you're now divorced and it's fresh. Allow God to help you, guide you, nurture you, and be patient with God. Be patient with yourself and others. And don't rush so quickly into another relationship because God needs to heal you of something catastrophic that you have just gone through. Contentment in Christ. You say, what is it? Contentment in Christ is to have inner tranquility from Christ is to have inner tranquility from Christ. It is to have the peace of mind. Contentment in Christ is to be satisfied with Christ. Uh, To make the most of where you are without falling to pieces and just being reactionary. Uh, Contentment in Christ is to go on and live a fulfilled life in spite of what has happened or what you're going through. Contentment in Christ is to rest in Christ. The Lord, as this text says, makes all things beautiful in his time. Now listen, you singles, your being miserable and impatient will not hurry God to provide you a spouse. You agitated, you worried, you frustrated. You, that's not going to send a spouse fast. Matter of fact, you're delaying the spouse. Therefore, calm down, relax, be content, wait on the Lord, and trust him for your future spouse. Listen to me closely, and you need to write every word of this line down. It is better to be joyfully single than miserably married. Okay? I'm going to take my time, and I hope you got writing time. It is better to be joyfully single than miserably married. Some folk married, and they are miserable. Number two, should you desire to marry, continue to pray, and keep on asking the Lord for a spouse, and wait on the Lord to deliver him or her to you, in his time, in the Lord's own timing. Should you desire to marry, continue to pray and ask the Lord for a spouse and wait on the Lord to deliver in his own good timing. Be content until the Lord provides a spouse and refuse to allow anyone to pressure you into marriage before the time. You not marry yet? That mere question ought to ought to be a red light to you. No one should come into your life asking you or saying to you, rather, you're not married yet. That's between you and the Lord. And don't let anybody push you, squeeze you, or manipulate you into something. You know what? They'll give you bad advice and go on, and your life is shipwrecked. And some people marry one time, two times, three times, and 
None of them worked out. And, and it's best you just remain single because you've been through enough trauma in your life. Psalms 27, 14 says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. In this passage, God says, wait. He says, wait. I'm going to tell you, young ladies and young men and older Saints as well. Good things come to those who know how to wait on God. I've never heard of anyone regretting waiting on God. But I've heard a ton of people say, I only wish I had waited. I was led by my emotions. It was blinding. I got antsy and I just went off into it. Waiting is the most spiritual thing you can do. And waiting can be real hard because we live in a very fast microwave society. Everything has to be done right now. And so I want a spouse right now. I want to marry right now. God is not going to do anything right now. You say, why? I'm so glad you asked. Because he, he wants to refine you. He wants to mature you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to teach some life lessons to you. He wants to prepare you for the spouse that's coming your way. And that takes time. Luke eleven nine also says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For you singles who desire to marry, it is not too early to start praying for your future spouse. You, you keep on praying. I, as a teenager, was praying for my spouse on my knees many, many times because I wanted the right spouse for my life. I prayed and I prayed even when I was a teenager, even when I was in my very early 20s. I was praying, and in the fullness of time, God brought her in. God brought her in. And I knew it, and she knew it, and it was a marriage made in heaven. And on the 26th of this month, we'll be celebrating 44 years of marriage. If you are not patient you will marry a disaster. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? If you are not patient, you will marry a disaster which changes the trajectory of your life. It will steal your potential, steal your motivation, and steal your destiny. I mean, it'll just wipe you out you married the wrong person, you might want to be, I'm just using something, you might want to be a medical doctor, attorney, and all of a sudden, your dreams are dashed. I mean, they, they crush you, they send you another direction, and all of a sudden, you end up where you don't even belong. All because you married the wrong girl or the wrong man, you never got back on track again. Number three, trust the Lord and put yourself singles in a position to be found. Trust the Lord and put yourself in a position to be found. 
You can't live like a recluse or a hermit and expect someone to meet you. You on your knees praying at your house and you praying faithfully and don't go nowhere. No, uh, you, 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 nobody can meet you in the store. Nobody can meet you in the clean. You, you door dash. You have folk come in. Everything is just at your fingertip. You got your food delivered. You, 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 you don't go to the movies and sit by yourself. You don't know who's watching you in the movie theater. I'm, I'm not saying now. I know it's COVID right now, but you know, I mean, you don't, you, you know, you, 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 you don't go nowhere. But you're praying hard. Just stay home. Dry. <laughs> Proverbs 18.22 says, he who finds a wife, not, not she who finds a husband. Stay with the text. All right, now y'all run right past that. I told you to stop speed reading the Bible. Now, that's loaded right there. He. Now, now I don't believe in these neutral gender pronouns. Uh, he is a he and a she is a she. He who finds a wife, not she who finds a husband. <laughs> Somebody said, uh-uh. <laughs> finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Now I'm going to say something. Get out of the house, you singles who desire to marry, and go to some acceptable, I said acceptable, I put acceptable venues where you may meet someone of like interest. I wouldn't be a bit surprised because you came because you came to church today and came up here as a single and some single man out there looking at you. I wouldn't be surprised if some man find you today from this service. You realize I, I don't call names, but folk have gotten married from just coming to church. Matter of fact, this is a good place to find a wife. Now, you don't come here to find a wife or a husband. That's not your goal. I, I, I found my wife in church. It's a, but it's a good venue, a good venue. To you sisters, don't be so hard up for a man because you will grab the wrong one. You ought to be found, as the scripture says in Proverbs 18, 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Don't run. Don't you dare run behind any man. You're running behind him. You you paying the tab at the restaurants. You paying the tab at the movie. If you paying all the tabs, that's a good sign. You in trouble. He tabbing you to death. Because you want to be married so bad, so badly. <laughs> Number four. When you compromise the word of God, you will believe Satan's lies and move ahead of God and marry the person whom God has not sent. When you compromise the word of God, you will believe Satan's lies. Move ahead of God and marry the person whom God has not sent. Trust the word of God and refuse to hear the competing voices of this world system. Genesis chapter three, verse one, Genesis chapter three, verse one says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, look at that doubt that Satan puts on Eve. 
you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. In this scripture, tempted by Satan to doubt the word of God, Adam and Eve rebelled, moved ahead of God, and fell into sin. Singles, you are destined for failure when Satan can get you to doubt the word of God, compromise the word of God, and embrace Satan's lies. Learn to tell the devil no. Okay? The devil comes in all forms. Learn to tell the devil no. No. If you love me, you will sleep with me and y'all not married. No. That's not love. That's lust. And look, I mean, look how, I ought to get a big amen. Some of y'all confuse love and lust. Love is a lifetime commitment. Lust is just your emotions and passions out of control. Quick fix and they gone. Number five, singles refuse to have your criteria for a prospective spouse so rigid that you have already overlooked whom God has sent. Did you get that? That's a big one. Singles refuse to have your criteria for a a prospective spouse so rigid that you've already overlooked whom God has sent. Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. Oh, no, Lord, you can't be sending me that one. That one's a little too too sizey, too big. That one don't have enough hair. This was not smart enough for me. This was not articulate. He's not articulate. Uh, she's, I, I, Lord, I, I show can't be her. He too, one, too dark, too light, too short, too tall, too, 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 too. Let me stop right now. I want you to look at me good. You ain't all that. I'm sorry to hurt your feelings, but you're not all that. Get over yourself. That's called pride. And God said, I sent one two years ago. You didn't listen to me. So you, you, you still single. <laughs> Guard against deception and place priority on the person of interest being a Christian and possessing character rather than charm, uh, charisma and compatibility. Oh, he's so charming. She's so uh, charismatic. We are compatible. Refuse to be deceived. Just because someone says they are a Christian, Christian does not necessarily mean they are. Folk will say they're anything to get you. Let's say what you want to hear and then live like hell after the fact. Look at their character and be sure their life is harmonized with the scripture. Look at their character, not their words. They say anything to get you. Just because they say it don't mean it's true. Number six, ask the Lord to reveal what is in the heart of a person and refuse to place priority on appearance. Ask the Lord to reveal what is in the heart of a person and refuse to place priority on appearance. First Samuel 16, seven says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. 
Now, I want you to underline this. I have refused him. Now, that, that's big. That's big, y'all. Ooh, I get happy just on three or four words in the text. I have. Is that in your Bible? Well, some of you, got, you, you don't you don't have a Bible. You have technology. Well, is it in your text stuff? I have refused him. Now, I'm going to tell you something on that, on that I have refused him. It's disastrous indeed to seek after someone the Lord has refused. If the Lord has refused her, refused him, and you go on and marry that person the Lord has refused, you finna shipwreck your marriage. For the Lord does not see as man sees, says the scripture. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. First Peter 3, 3 through 4 also says, don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. What's precious to God is an unfading beauty of a gentle, quiet spirit from the Lord. The inward beauty, not the outward beauty. It's not the makeup and the lipstick. It's not, it's not the man's curly hair. Those curls one day are going to drop off. <laughs> Be mindful, singles. Not everything that glitters is gold. Did you get that? Uh, it's fancy jewelry and hair and stuff dangling and all on the all on the. All on the wrist and everything, ankle bracelets and all that stuff. You got all that stuff and that girl is just as crazy as she can be. <laughs> that man can have muscles that puff up as big as mine. <laughs> that ain't too big. Y'all finally caught that. Oh. Big as mine. Uh-oh, I got a little something. Big as mine. I mean, biceps, tall, handsome, good-looking, clean-shaven, hazel-looking eyes or something. Dog, good-looking man, light-skinned, good-looking man, looking at his physique. And girl, you got somebody that'll slap your face with all that handsomeness. Are y'all listening to me? Not everything that glitters and gold. So what what should you look for? What are the care? You look for the character traits. The character traits. You look for the character traits. We said, what are the character traits I ought to be looking for in my future spouse? Uh, Integrity. You need to write these down. And y'all, if your kids are quite young, write them down for your sake. Because I'm going to tell you something, you parents, who your children marry, going to come right over into your house. That's right. Don't matter. They don't work out. Here they come with five children. Right back. Mama, can I come home? We, we, it's over. And you got to take them all in. Uh, okay. <laughs> he in jail. He on drugs at the halfway house. But he handsome. <laughs> Integrity. That's what you want. Honesty. You want humility. You want a man or woman who is unselfish. Write it down for your family's sake, for your child's sake. 
for your grandchildren's sake. Someone who possesses kindness, loyalty, self-control, respectfulness, truthfulness. The worst thing you can have is a lying spouse. Just look at you and tell a straight lie. And no lie is straight. Truthfulness and trustworthiness. If he says he's going to the store, he goes to the store. He's been gone all day. He'll say exactly where he's been and he won't leave out certain things because he don't want you to know. Trustworthy. Loyalty. That's a strange word today. The next, the next, the next thing, the last thing for you singles, and then I'll go a little bit for the married couples. Do not expect God to gift you with a spouse if you are not currently enjoying your relationship with him today. Do not expect God to gift you with a spouse if you are not enjoying your relationship with God today. Psalms 37, 4 says, Psalms 37, 4 says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. You cannot be griping. I'm talking to you singles now. Griping, whiny, mean, negative, judgmental, possessor. You're an angry woman, angry man, and expect heaven's best for you. Possess a spirit of thanksgiving. Be thankful. Bless the name of the Lord. Exalt and lift up the name of Jesus. Be excited about serving and worshiping Christ as a single And the Lord will take delight in blessing you with a spouse from heaven just for you when you are enjoying your relationship with God. Why should God send you a spouse and you're not currently enjoying your relationship with him? God's design for marriage is lasting. If we take an honest look around us, we can see that marriage based on God's word are based on love and commitment and will stand no matter what. The strongest legacies are established for generations to come. Praying and trusting God to bless us with a spouse designed just for us will last a lifetime. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.